It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. What's up, Heard That Nation? Y'all have asked, and you've asked, and you've asked, and it's finally open. The Heard That With Marisa online store at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I got the merch. Finally happened. Swaggy tees, amazing hats, other kinds of different merchandise that I got on there. Check it out today. Thank you for supporting your girl. Uh, Fill up a shopping bag with all kinds of stuff. Give away as gifts or keep it for yourself. All kinds of amazing swag and merchandise. Check it out today. Heard that with Marisa.com. I appreciate your support. I absolutely love doing volunteer service. I have met the most amazing people and some extraordinary kids as well. The cool thing that kids will always ask for when I am volunteering is books. If we have books available for them to take home because their passion and love for reading. There's an amazing author out there by the name of Trevor Romaine who has such cool books for kids that are fun and awesome with simple stories that kids can relate to and parents as well. The Trevor Romaine Company has a diverse collection of social and emotional learning resources to help children and their families become healthier, happier, and more confident. All heard that listeners, if you go on trevorromaine.com today, you get an exclusive 15% off your complete order by using the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5 at trevorromaine.com. Trevor Romaine, no E at the end of romaine.com today. What's up, Heard That Nation? Listening in the United States and around the world, you are listening now to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button because you want to be in the know of who the guests and all kinds of details that are happening on the show. Like today, child, what can this woman not do? She is the recent winner. Uh, She's laughing, but I'm serious. She's the recent winner of Sprite Ebony's Next Power Creator. Uh, She's done red carpet events. She is a vlogger. She's a blogger. She has her own YouTube channel, which everybody needs to check out. By the time we're done with this show, you're going to want to follow her on social media. She's an incredible mom with an amazing story that she's going to tell. Today on the Heard That Podcast, I welcome my sister friend from Gary, Indiana, that I just found out about because I was so excited. I was like, she's from Lansing, Michigan, my hometown. I'm like, wait a minute. She said Gary, Indiana, but we're going to backtrack. We're (laughs) going to talk about that in a second. Jennifer Rodriguez, welcome to the podcast. What up, what up, everybody? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for saying yes. I know that your schedule is getting a little bit cray-cray since you became the winner of Ebony's <laughs> contest of Next Power Creator. I, I like at least voted for you a million times because I was like, this is a perfect oh. platform for her and for everybody to know how amazing talent talented you are in your events that you have done. And I mean... You're going to blow up. I'm just so proud of you. Um, I just wanted to say that off the bat. I want to give you your flowers. I'm just so proud of you and everything that you've done to this point and what you're going to do. I mean, right now into 2022, girl, everybody's going to see you on billboards and newspapers and you're going to get verified on social media. Hell, we're going to put our hands up and receive it right now because it's going to yes, be already done. <laughs> <laughs> all of it. All yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. But uh, yes, how Lord. was that? Uh, let's start with that because I just... Was so excited for you. You had entered a contest with Ebony Magazine. Many of us amazing households of uh, 
many black households, that was either, it was Essence or Ebony or Jet was one of the three um, magazines that was always in black African-American salons and households and black households. Uh, how did you find out about this contest and uh, what was your thought process about, you know, diving right in to enter? Woo, girl, man, that whole process was amazing. I actually, first of all, I grew up watching, um, not watching, but reading Ebony and Jet Magazine. Mm -hmm. Like if you read um, my story about it or watched any of the videos from the contest, grew up in Gary, Indiana, and I really grew up there. I lived there until I was about five years old, but that was always home for me um, because that's where I had the pulse of what was going on in the black community and where I felt the most connected um, with, just my family members, my mom and dad's side are, are from Gary. So I grew up yeah. reading Ebony, um, Fashion Fair, learning all about that, the beauty of the week, you know, with Jet Magazine, all up in that. But um, I still follow Ebony Magazine on the socials, just to stay connected with what they're doing. And my mm -hmm. sister just so happened to see that they were looking for um, the next power creator. And so she tagged me in it. And I wasn't 100% sure what that meant. Um, I was like, okay, this is Ebony Magazine. I know what they are, but I wonder what they're doing with this, like what this is all about. Um, so I kind of like brushed it off at first, but then mm -hmm. she tagged me in it again. And she was like, no, for real, like you need to go for this. I have a good feeling about this. And I was like, well, what is it exactly? Like, what are they doing? What are they really looking for? Uh, but if anything, I said, you know what? This year, I promised myself that I was going to get myself out there more. I promised myself that I was going to put my name out there. If there was a contest or a brand that I wanted to work with, this was the year that I actually reached out to them instead of waiting for people to reach out to me. Mm -hmm. So I said, if anything, I'm just going to enter the contest, let them know who I am. And if it's a great fit for this, then that's great. If it's not a good fit, um, then at least they know my name <laughs> mm -hmm. and they know who I am and what I do. So I just created the best three minute video that I could explaining who I was, what Ebony meant to me, and really just tried to embody like an all around content creator and not necessarily one thing. So I just focused on the editing and my presentation and, you know, my storytelling and shared a little bit about my YouTube channel and what I do and, and mm -hmm. how I've been evolving that. Um, so from there, they chose a top 10. I made the top 10 and I was really surprised because <laughs> they had a ton of entry. Um, mm -hmm. So with the top 10, you had to get people to vote for you. And I was nervous about that. Really? I was like, really, really? Yeah, because I knew I had a good, strong community, but I don't have the biggest following. And from the other people that I saw, they had like much bigger followers than me as far as Instagram followers and maybe mm -hmm. other platforms. And they also had a lot of like commentating experience or maybe even TV show experience. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh crap, they're going to be a shoe in for this. Right. So they, they had plenty of people saying, oh yeah, you like, you're the best woman or you're the best female, or you're the best one. And I was like, dang, like, let me, let me not pay attention to the noise and what everyone else mm -hmm. is doing. And let me just focus on me and do me. So I just put it out there and let people know that, you know, I was going for it. And y'all, my, my community showed up. That's right. And showed out ebony told us later like make sure you thank the people who voted for you like you marissa like thank you for voting mm -hmm. every single day because that's what counted they said we want people that we know that if we were to take this further that people would watch and pay attention to so they showed up and showed out i made the top six and when i tell you i had to um create another video after that we found out who made top six on a friday the video was due monday yeah explain that everybody once you got to the top six what you had to do because you was excited okay like yeah your girl made the top 10 and then all of a sudden you got from 10 to 6 and right. then they kind of flipped the script on you of what you needed to do to be like announced the winner so explain to everybody what you had to do yo when they flipped the script they flipped it like two three times <laughs> <laughs> i was like uh what so we had to create a three to five minute video showcasing our talent and the video was going to be on display for celebrity judges to look at and judge us and choose two winners mm -hmm. um, live on ebony.com. And who was and a celebrity and who was a celebrity judge? At the time, I didn't know who the celebrity judges were, but they mm -hmm. ended up being Lisa Ray McCoy. Um, legendary actress for y'all that don't know. Legendary actress. Listen. Yes. Tanika Ray. So queen of huge. red carpet. And she is huge, especially about diversity issues. She is amazing. She's huge. And she's a mama. When I first found out like who was actually judging, I was like, oh my gosh, I love her. She's so amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and then, oh my gosh, 
Norman Nixon. Yep, who is the son of? Debbie Allen. That's right. The Uh, queen herself of dance and all things directorial. And of course she is, you know, behind the scenes on Grey's Anatomy. Just want to throw that in there. One of my favorite shows. Yeah, legend, (laughs) legend. I mean, since since Janet Jackson, all the choreography stuff, because I'm a dancer too. Yes. I was like, what? Yep. Like, what? Norman? Okay, so Norman Nixon Jr. I think that's his name, mm-hmm. Norman Nixon Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, was the other judge. And we had three days to come up with this video. And mind you, I was on vacation. I was in Colorado visiting my little sister and it was my niece's first birthday. I had my daughter with me. I got my whole family there. So thankfully they were all just really good sports and sharing their time with me because I really needed to do an excellent job with this video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I needed... That three minute video was like, I thought that was probably the best I could do with three minutes. I was like, hey, I got to like exceed that with there being celebrity judges. So my Mm -hmm. sister hooked me up with an awesome virtual interview so I could showcase my virtual interviewing skills. Um, My parents were my red carpet, quote unquote, interview, um, just so that I could pretend and do a mock interview. My brother-in-law let me use his mic and his equipment, you know, just so that I could really showcase that talent. So it was a really good family um, effort. Of course, I had to edit it all, mm. um, but it was a good family effort to make sure I really, really had a strong video. And it worked because I ended up in the top two and won the contest. So I was just so thankful to see <laughs> what it all really became. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably didn't find out until I was in the top 10 that I was going to be on the red carpet for the Ebony Power 100. I was like, wait, what? I have to win. I ha- Now I gotta go. I know that it took you a moment when they announced your name. And then I saw the video of them and what they said about you. And, and I was like, okay, yeah, that is true. I mean, if y'all, y'all don't, you three don't know her. Like we know her because <laughs> like everything they were saying about you, about how creative you were, how uh, relatable you were. And that's what I admire about people that are going to do red carpets or do interviews is that they are captivating. Uh, they're drawing the audience in by value their voice, but they're making it be relatable to the person that's watching. And so when they were saying all of that about you, I know that when they announced your name, you had to just sit, sit there and be just like, oh my gosh, this is real. This is, this is happening. Yeah. This is happening. That is my picture on the back of the screen. They just said, I'm the winner. They're saying all this stuff about me. Like what was going through your mind when they said, Jennifer Rodriguez, you won next time. I, our creator. <laughs> I was a complete. Cause you probably do one of these, like show. they must be talking about somebody else. Like <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, now who that girl in the back of the screen? Who that girl? Mama? Right. <laughs> Where is she at? I know she's proud. No, I, I, um, it took me a minute because I think I had just gotten out of, off of another project. So it took me a minute to find the actual site. So by the time I found it, they were already kind of starting to watch my video and I started getting all these text messages and all that stuff. And I was like, wait, they did my video first. Like, heck no, save the best for last. There you go. Like, give me some time to get acclimated to what's happening. But it was just amazing to see Lisa Ray McCoy, you know, Tanika Ray, Norman, just sitting there watching my picture, like complimenting my headshot. I text mm-hmm. the photographer right away and said, do you see this? So it was like a proud moment, but from our, from a different perspective, I got a little nervous because I knew they were going to be very honest about their fatigue mm-hmm. and about what they could see in me that was great. And maybe some mistakes that I made. And the only mistake I made was that I wore a hat. <laughs> in the interview inside Mm -hmm. and I thought I was doing something like different I was like okay good note it cast, you know it could cast a shadow so don't do that um but to hear them speak about me in the way that I would want to be represented Mm -hmm. as far as the editing girl complimenting the editing I stayed up not a lot of people know this but I stayed up Sunday night all night editing that video I didn't sleep but maybe 20 minutes wow yes because we had just flew in my flight got delayed so I just flew in um, from Colorado mm-hmm. um, literally that night. I got in at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Stayed up with my daughter, got her situated. And I said, okay, call time for hair and makeup is at one o'clock in the morning because I got to do this and I got to finish this video. So I shot all night, anything that needed to be shot. I edited all night and then I put it in, um, you know, as soon as I got home from work that day. So it was literally- <laughs> That's incredible crazy experience so I was kind of like hallucinating at the same time while watching them watch my video yeah I'm yeah like, tired, child. but it really brought full circle um just all the hard work I put into that and for me it was like well from here on out the hard work can't stop 
because I mm-hmm. know if they expect it here and, and virtually, I got to bring it in person yeah. at the gala. So yeah, and then it was, you it was get, a good experience. And then you get flown out to LA. Like this was like quick time. Like you threw a video yeah. up, you thanked everybody. You was like still, okay, I'm celebrating. But at the same time, I know you was processing like, okay, I got to pack a bag. I got to get, you know, yes. my daughter situated. I'm flying out to LA. Mm-hmm. And so you get to LA, you touch down in LA and it's, tell us how that whole entire amazing experience was because let me tell y'all something that are following her she looks stunning whoever whoever did your makeup whoever did your hair whoever you know put your dress together like they put your fit together and the person that you were um on the on the carpet with and both of y'all were co-hosts i mean number one that was a perfect match both of you all like fed off of each other's energy and the questions and everything else like the little bits and pieces that i saw online as well as on Ebony's site. I mean, they couldn't have picked two people that better fit each other to do what y'all did on the red carpet. So you get to LA and then what happens? So insane. So I get into, actually, I got to back up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I get into Washington. I had a connecting flight in Washington. And at first I was like, why am I going to Washington first? I wasn't complaining, but it was just like, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so I get into Washington and we get this text that um, me and Jonathan, who was my co-host, who also won. Shout out to Jonathan. We on the same, yeah, shout out to Jonathan. He's doing his thing, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, we were on the same connecting flight. And so I'm sitting there like on my phone, reading this text message. I'm like, oh crap. I'm looking around because everybody has their mask on. I'm like, who is Jonathan? Where is he? Like, is he gonna, is he taller than me, shorter than me? Like, what's the dynamic gonna be? You know, is he gonna be nice to me? Because he had a lot more, I would say like media and TV experience than yeah. I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I see this tall guy standing across the room and I keep looking at him and he would look away and then he would look at me and I would look away. <laughs> it was like this really like nervous <laughs> energy at first. But then I text him and I'm like, are you the one wearing sunglasses inside of a building? Are you being Hollywood right now? And he looks up, he goes, girl, that's you. <laughs> so it was like- Immediate, like family, yeah. Immediate like family moment. And mm-hmm. from there, he just, he almost like took care of me in this weird way. He made sure I had my bags. He asked me how I was doing. If he did like a, a snapshot or um, a Snapchat or took a selfie video, he made sure I was included. Like he really wanted to make sure that I was almost included in his world and his experience. And I did mm-hmm. the same thing. Because we wanted to ensure that, you know, we looked out for each other and that people saw us as a package because we were a package. We both won and we both had to rock out that red carpet together. Mm -hmm. It was very immediate, just immediate, like professional chemistry, had a lot in common. He's Ethiopian Ethiopian and Nigerian. Mm -hmm. And I actually have Ethiopian in my background. So that was really cool. So it was immediate, like just really much, like very much fun, like brotherly love, like just really cool guy. Um, so we get to LA and the first thing we do, believe it or not, is we went to In-N-Out. Yes. <laughs> got in that Uber, got some good food. I was like, let me squeeze in this burger because I got to get into this dress. So that's mm-hmm. the last thing I'm going to do. Um, and we had to prepare for media training. We had media training with Lisa Ray McCoy. Um, and this is all on my vlog. I did like a really quick vlog recap too, but we had some media training, good conversation with Lisa, Lisa Ray McCoy. Um, met some Sprite people, which was awesome like right off the plane, like really had to barely take a nap, just get ready, get cute mm-hmm. and do that. After that, um, we got a chance to go to a pre-party for Ebony Magazine, kind of gearing up for the Ebony 100. Um, met some of the team. They were all just really excited to meet us. And that was like a surreal experience because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm at a VIP party at Beverly Hills. Like what? Mm-hmm. Like what is this? You know, and, and it was really cool um, to see them. Cynthia Bailey was there, like literally ran into that is so Bailey, great. And I'm like, this lady is gorgeous. And I've heard that about like, her, that like TV doesn't do justice. Like people that met her, that she's it just doesn't do stunning. Justice, like just body, face, hair, makeup, everything is just mm-hmm. fabulous about her. So, but she was so nice. Um, we just danced and had a really good time. And then um, the day of the gala, you know, we had hair and makeup. We had breakfast together, went to hair and makeup. And the ladies who did like my hair and makeup were absolutely amazing. One of them, I think, works for maybe Entertainment Tonight or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that was crazy. But just just being there and having that experience, I just can be more thankful to Ebony Magazine for hooking that up for us, making sure that was available, especially for me, you know, as a woman. I thought about that. I was like, man, OK, I can have the best wig in the world, but 
this is red carpet, you know, yeah. Ebony Power 100. And I know that this footage is going to be seen by a lot of people. I want to look my best. So they provided the hair and makeup to make sure I look good. As far as my outfit, um, I had to make sure I had that packed. I brought that myself. Um, they told me that it needed to be kind of like black tie. So I sent a couple um, options and mm -hmm. I thankfully had just done some vlogs <laughs> mm -hmm. for Valentine's Day on different ways you can layer different outfits and a couple mm -hmm. were my favorite. So I sent them some snapshots and they said which one they liked and I brought it. So I styled myself. Nice. <laughs> nice. Styled myself, but, but they did, they took care of the hair and makeup. So it was just an amazing experience um, gearing up for that. It was like one thing after the next, but it was, it was just awesome. It was hard to take it all in. Mm -hmm. But thinking back on it, it was like, man, that really happened. That wasn't a dream. So was it you just got into L.A. and you said you barely had any sleep, anything? You know, you went, mm -hmm. did the media training, did the event. And then were you back home the next day? Like you got on a plane and it was gone or how did that? Yeah, I mean, once the gala was done, the gala was Saturday night, um, had the red carpet, had some amazing interviews, which should be coming out soon. So mm -hmm. that should be that'd be awesome. So you guys can actually see that. Um, but after the interviews were done, we got to go to the gala itself. We got to go to the after party, um, which was awesome. And then Sunday morning, yeah, we were pretty much on a flight on the way home, which was cool because after we got in, everything happened so fast. It was like, okay, I I'm in such a work mode. Like once mm -hmm. I get there, I'm professional. So I'm like, okay, where do I need to be? What do I need to do? I'm not really thinking about filling in a whole lot of gaps with too much fun because I'm all about my rest. I'm all about yep. preparation. Um, especially when meeting celebrities, that was kind of my first time doing that caliber of an event. Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to make sure that I understood who my who I might be talking to, you know, what their titles were, what they were being honored for. Uh, thankfully, they had people there to help with that if I needed to. But thank you know, I interviewed some amazing people, so I was kind of right. So good, good um, with some questions. But yeah, on Sunday I was on a flight home. So oh, this, that, oh my gosh, I'm so thrilled and so happy. And I cannot wait to see all of this. And I know you, I know you did an amazing job. So I know that on your way home, that all of it, you had to be just processing all of it in your head and everything else. Like yeah. what was going through your head? Like, okay, you, you, all this took place. You were on the red carpet. You had the after party. You interviewed amazing celebrities on a plane back home. And then for me, like if you have a, a dream come true or something amazing that happens, you have that time where you just sit and you just process like, did this just happen? Was I talking to, did I was in the room with, did I party with, did I just kick <laughs> it with, did I just have a selfie with? I mean, yes. did, did all of that just, how did all of that just come together while you're just having that plane ride home? Like you're just letting it marinate I'm and thinking. part two didn't want you to be like, okay, what's next? What other red carpet can I do? I, I'm ready for the next one. Like what, what was the whole... Describe the Literally. whole entire thing that was going on in the plane riding home till you till you got home. Yeah, I mean, I had a um, I flew into another city, had a layover there, and it was funny the flight got delayed. <laughs> so, oh wow! I'm like, man, these delayed flights. Um, but honestly, it's funny the way you worded it because you said, "How did I piece it all together?" I was literally piecing it all together on the way home. On the way home, I was working in producer mode, piecing all of my footage together for my blog because I really wanted to share my experience with everyone. And watching it all back, I didn't really take my camera where I shouldn't have or anything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but kind of going back through how I found out that I won, piecing it together with, you know, the flight and some footage that me and Jonathan took together, uh, piecing it with the media training with Lisa Ray and all the um, pictures and videos we took with her all the way to the event. Like I got a chance to relive it all from the beginning all over again and piecing it together from a standpoint of how can I make this entertaining, but also fun. Honestly, it made me a little emotional because yeah, I was working the whole flight way home. So I didn't really get a chance to let it soak in, but it was good because I got a chance to see it from an outsider's point of view. Um, and that's when I really became, be began to get really like just emotional and thankful when you're in it. And when mm -hmm. you've been through some of the things that I've been through this year, I almost had a little bit of imposter syndrome. There were times where Jonathan had to literally yank me out of it and be like, look, you belong here. You do, you are going to yes. do a great job. You yes. know what I mean? Like you don't worry about it. This is great. Just be yourself. You were chosen for a reason, you mm -hmm. know, just had to affirm me um, at times where maybe I wasn't able to affirm myself and he, and he could see it on my face. I was going to ask that you was, that too. I was going to ask you that yeah. too because that's, I can relate to that, uh, to re relate to that because you'll look around and you'll see these people that have been in the game for a long time and you'll see actors and actresses and athletes and everything else. And you're looking around, you're like, 
me, I'm like, I'm from a small town in Lansing, Michigan. I'm just like, yeah. you know, what, how in, a, I'm just what in the world? And that's so good that Jonathan was there to just look at you and affirm, like, sis, you belong here. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. this is more than just a contest. Like, you belong here. And that's such a, that's so powerful that someone right there to just look at you and say, you're here. Yeah, you know? literally. And, and he was, again, with all of his experience, you know, he honestly was, uh, he said one of his favorite things that he was looking forward to, because I asked him, I said, are you ready? You know, what are you looking forward to? He said, I'm looking forward to experiencing this with you because you're such a, he, he told me, he's like, you're such an adult person. You're just so nice. And, and I can tell that you're really just going to kill it. And I was like, man, that really, again, just, just reaffirmed me. And like I said, there were moments where I knew that I was doing really well and I don't let things mm. show, but just mm -hmm. from one artist to another, and maybe because of our chemistry, he could kind of tell like, okay, she's kind of second guessing herself. So yeah, there were times where I did have like imposter syndrome because you are, like you said, looking around and I'm like, I haven't been at this caliber of an event before. There's plenty mm -hmm. of people here that know how well interview is really doing and how they don't like, how are right. they going to relate to me? You know, am I asking the right questions? Am I doing the right thing? Am I representing Ebony and Sprite the way they want me to? What's the footage look like? How's my stance? Like, it was like a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. um, but I just had to relax and just step into my moment and embrace it. And after the first couple interviews, um, it honestly got just, honestly, the whole thing was really good from what I've heard. <laughs> they were like, no, you did a really good job. That's so good. Um, but for me, I felt like I just kind of stepped into my element. And I could, I could definitely see that shift as I was editing and putting things together on the way home and as I thought about it. Mm -hmm. I could see the shift kind of take place throughout the night and I could literally see it on camera. Mm -hmm. um, so that was really cool. And then from there, I just thought, you know, hey, what's next for me? Like, this was really great. This is over. You know, um, how do I live up to this? Yeah. <laughs> how do I live up how to you this? Like, what, do yeah. I, what do I do? What's the next topic of conversation? Do I reach mm -hmm. out to other people? Do I wait for Ebony? Like, what's the next step? But thankfully, there are some really cool things that are coming up. Um, mm -hmm with Ebony, I'm sure. And, and you can kind of listen out for that and look out for that. So that's going to be cool. Oh, it's um, exciting. I, I know that you are yes. going to be, like I said, and we said at the top of the show, there are so many uh, things that are going to be happening for you. And, and I'm excited in advance, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be yes. the right fit because they're going to have the right person that's going to be there hosting and doing red carpet. And your vlogs, let me tell you something right now, girl. I love the vlogs. Girl, hold on, before you do, I got to shout out really, really quick. Go ahead. What's next? I got to shout it out. <laughs> if I don't, I might get in trouble. <laughs> I might get a phone call. No, but I do have something really cool coming up this weekend. I don't know if that was your a question. No, or not, go but, ahead, please. Um, this weekend, I am doing another red carpet. Yes, I am going is. to be at the, yes, Madam Walker Legacy Center at the Walker Theater. Mike Epps is filming a Netflix comedy special. Mike so Epps, shout out to Mike Epps. Hey, hey. shout out to Mike Epps, shout out to Indy. Yes. Madam Walker Legacy Center. I will be there in the place um, on the red carpet, just bringing that good energy like I do. So I will be the red carpet host for the Friday night show and the Saturday night show. So that's really, really exciting to kind of get back on the red carpet and do my thing. And that ain't going to be your last time on the red carpet. I'm it excited won't. for you. It will yes, not. Yes, yes, yes. But your <laughs> vlogs, girl, let me tell you something. Your vlogs, okay, yes. I, I tell you what, it, and those that are watching on YouTube, you can see how fantastic and beautiful she is because she is a makeup oh, artist uh, and oh. looks absolutely incredible. And she does these amazing videos on how to do makeup because your girl still has, I'm still semi-makeup challenge, like putting on, you know, <laughs> applying it, especially eyeshadow and eyes and all of that stuff. But Jennifer does so well with makeup. She does well with hair. She does all pieces and makes it look so natural, so elegant, so beautiful and simple and easy. Like it's not, you know, 700 steps and how do you know, do your eyes and cheeks and your lips and your eyebrows and all that. It's very easy. That. But your vlogs, I, I, I say this, um, and people that I have reached out to behind the scenes that know you, uh, either they know you personally and know your story or they don't know you but feel related to you because the mm. journey that you have gone on the last several years, you're an amazing mother. Uh, your daughter's absolutely stunning. But then life, you. you know, throughout has thrown curveballs and not many people want to talk about that. You know, they mm -hmm. will, you know, be in front of the camera and their life seems like it's perfect and it's amazing behind the camera and then the cameras get shut off and everything else and their world is continued to crumble and fall apart. You, on the other hand, 
while your world was uh, shifted and kind of in a way fell apart and then the bounce back and all that, you embraced all that and brought it to the camera so that you can see, you know what, hey, I'm not perfect. I had things that's going on. I'm now a single mom, was married, you know, all of these shifts and different changes that I'm making. And the outpouring of support that you've gotten and the yeah. comments that I've seen people leave about that saying, oh my gosh, thank you because this is happening to me. I'm gonna make a artist that I'm the single mother of two kids and all of this has happened. And I had to move from you know, this amazing house here to now an apartment and we're just trying to survive and all this other stuff. So tell me, what the, tell me about the idea of you, you know, deciding to vlog about all of this you know, and start your channel up. Because again, like, that would be something like, okay, I wanna deal, deal with all of this in private. I don't wanna bring it yeah. up to the screen. But I applaud you because it's relatable to so many people mm. that watch your channel or watch you on Instagram. Yeah, I, I thank you for that. Because <laughs> um, it wasn't easy to decide that. And, um, you know, I would say that the biggest thing that made me want to share my story, especially as it was happening, was because I really didn't see a whole lot of people do that and keep up with it. Mm -hmm. um, I think that you have your hard moments and I do have my private moments that I just keep to myself. There are times, for example, where I share my workout journey for like a couple of weeks. And then there's moments where I say, okay, you know what, let me just have this for myself so I can, you know, not worry about, you know, camera angles because I shoot everything myself all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so I do have those moments, but I'll say the turning point for me was I was having um, one of my bad days and I was just crying and in tears. And I was just wondering like, why do I have, you know, certain cycles when it comes to specifically relationships. Like, why do I have certain cycles? Where's the root? Because the only thing I kept saying was like, God, I just don't want to keep going through this again. Like, I don't want to keep going like through the back and forth. I don't want to have it be hard to let go of anybody. Like I want to yeah. be able to just release what's not for me and just be able to walk away and say, okay, that wasn't it. And just be able to move on. But because I have such a heart for people and I feel bad and you know, like, where does that come from? And how can I strengthen myself to be able to move on from things that just aren't for me mm -hmm. um, quicker? And I just thought about my relationship with my father and how um, he was kind of in and out of my life for the first few years. He was, he, it was like, he was consistent, but he had issues and he tells the story all the time. So I don't mind sharing it, but he had issues with drugs and things like that. Mm -hmm. That led my parents to be divorced for five years um, during my teen years. And then they got remarried um, in my late teen years. And that was that in of itself was a really big dynamic to go from having, you know, your dad as your hero and kind of thinking that that's what love means because he would say he loved me, but then he would leave and come back and leave and come back and never mm -hmm. really be around um, to then not having him around at all yeah. and not really seeing him for a minute, but then him and my parents kind of rekindling things and he seeing that transformation with him was awesome. But then it was like, okay, he's coming back in the house. How can I trust him? You know, but then I had to, it was just this really weird um, transition for me. Um, and just looking back at some of the cycles that I've had with relationships, I found myself even in that little girl sense, looking for her dad and different men. Mm -hmm. And also sometimes self-sabotaging relationships because it's like, okay, this is almost too boring. You're almost too normal. You're almost too consistent. Where's that tug and pull that I'm mm -hmm. used to from when I was little? So I, I took that mindset and that reflection and I wrote a blog called Looking for Daddy and just poured my heart out into it. I started my website. It's Jen, Jen, it's Jen Rodriguez com, And that was my launching pad for my website where I had my first like real vulnerable moment. Mm -hmm. um, and I did a three part, three parter and released each part, you know, over the course of three days. And that was a really big hit. A lot of people didn't know some of the things that they knew about just about my family um, about my side of the story, because again, my parents have shared their side and mm -hmm. they've written books and stuff about it, but I've never shared my side from a daughter perspective yeah. um, of how that really affected me and how even now, 30 plus years later, I still have to release some of those issues over and over again when mm -hmm. I look for other relationships with men. So um, I blogged about it and then I had this cool idea. I was talking to my parents about it. Um, after everything came out, I went to Indianapolis and helped them with their book launch. And I was a little nervous to talk to them about the blog because some things they didn't know that I would put in there. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, I kind of blasted y'all on the internet. kind of want to know what you thought. 
And we were watching, um, I think it was Real Housewives of Atlanta, one of our favorite shows to watch with me and my mom and my sister. And we were all watching it. And I looked at the way they edited the video and how they um, kind of produced it. And I said, you know what? I kind of want to take Looking for Daddy and I want to make it a vlog, but I want to do it like that. Like mm-hmm. I want the music. I want the shots. I want, you know, um, I want the entertainment. Like I want to do it in that format. So I asked them, I said, do you mind if we have this conversation on camera and I'll add it to a blog and kind of continue the conversation from what I wrote? And thankfully they said yes. And that was the first episode. That was me kind of um, reuniting with my parents, having an honest conversation about some of the things that I wrote and how they felt about it, kind of them Mm -hmm. filling in some gaps for me, but just doing it my way. And that was the first reality vlog that I did. And those are my favorite. They take a lot of work, but those are my Mm -hmm. favorite ones to do. Because that's when I can get really raw and real, but then I can do something that I feel not a lot of people are doing. Mm-hmm. And I, I love, I like the subject matter because they're real conversations, they're real topics, they're real conversations yeah. that you do. It's not scripted. Like this is, you know, no. basically like, this is my life, you know, with my parents. This is my life as a single mom. This is my life, you know, dealing with divorce. This is my life, you know, trying to get back out there into the social scene. Um, and I was like, man, this, this woman is just brave to just, put that out there, but the way you put the content out there, Jennifer, is just, it, it's so relatable. It, it, it's so, it's just real. It's the best way yeah. that I can describe it. Uh, you know, watching a few of your episodes and some of them that you've done on IG and everything else from you, like removing the makeup and then the music that you choose, which is so important, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. you're making a video, you're trying to connect with your audience, please pick the right music to go the with the subject matter. And you do it every single time. Um, I mean, if you're talking about something serious and you're going through a, a situation in your life, I mean, it's time for little John and the East Side Boys to be getting, you know, funk at me. Who you trying to relate? It ain't trying to get crunk. Right. You got some stuff that you need to, you know, share from your heart and everything else. I mean, that'd be a time for when, you know, maybe, you know, pre red carpet warm up. who knows. But right, right. Uh, I, I, I applaud you for that. It, and um, what is the feedback that you've gotten from people uh, mm. through your bars? Because, I mean, you got a nice following on YouTube and people that, you know, have followed you in your journey and, you know, this recent contest and everything else. But when it comes to your vlogs and the subject matter, uh, has any story or, you know, somebody sent you a quick email or a text saying, girl, thank you for talking about that because that's exactly all the what time. I needed to hear. Yeah, all the time. Between that and the wind down and chills that I do, because those are also some vulnerable moments. I like those too. Um, that I have, because those are a little bit more like interview style with a few of my friends or girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And um, it's more live. It's usually on, on Instagram live or YouTube live, but in terms of the vlogs, absolutely. Every time I release another one, I always get um, really good feedback. And I get people who say, man, thank you for sharing that. Or man, I'm, I, even with me, they say, I'm so proud of you because through those vlogs, you see the evolution of a woman kind of becoming. You kind of see me in the beginning, kind of first going through, I don't even think my divorce was final yet to where now it's been final for about eight months. Um, and there's a lot that I'm learning about myself that I continue to learn about myself, about regaining confidence, co-parenting, um, you know, redefining my friendships. People don't talk about things like that. When you get mm-hmm. married or you're in a serious relationship and your friendships kind of shift from that relationship, when you mm-hmm. have to kind of go back to needing them, <laughs> not yeah. that you didn't need them in your marriage, but you have your best friend. And mm-hmm. sometimes you don't spend time with them like you used to. You miss some stuff um, when you recommit to um being present and being consistent in your friends lives not that you have to lose that but again you know it's different when you're married than when you're single um and you have other friends who might be going through some of the same things and you guys are you know having those conversations and it was just it's, i always get good feedback about it um mainly because like you said it is relatable because i am being so real and honest but i can also tell that they do appreciate the production value that i put into it I'm using what I have. It may not always be the best. I'm using my phone. I'm using the one little camera I have. I've got mm. one little light. I just got a ring light again. Um, so I'm using what I have, but I do pay attention to the small details like the music because I really want people to hang around and be engaged. So um, yeah, I get really good feedback about it. I definitely have an episode coming out again soon. I didn't know how I was going to top the Ebony Power 100 recap. 
but <laughs> I mean, you made an announcement of you getting ready to be on the red carpet again, you know, for a comedy show for I Mike Epps. So I'm just saying, that. maybe that'd be right up there, close, maybe a tie, but you know, right there around second. Who knows? You're around there, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's up there for sure, absolutely. But yeah, I, I get the feedback, and I love getting that feedback. I, I love the comments because you know they help the algorithm. Mm-hmm. But I love the I love the inboxes too because um, not everybody has YouTube like that. So that tell, that still tells me that they took the time to watch it, mm-hmm. even though they're not like a YouTuber and don't really subscribe all the time. So mm-hmm. it's still good. What's one that you you because you say you get so many comments in there, but what's one that always constantly yeah. sticks in your head that you're just like, mm. okay, this is the right path that I'm going on, doing this vlogging. People are watching. And I'm getting this feedback, but there's got to be one or a couple, uh, you know, if you, whatever you feel comfortable sharing, that's just like, okay, then I'm doing the right thing here by getting these vlogs out because this is helping some people. Absolutely. Um, man, I'll give you like a good two or three. So one of them, um, was from a childhood friend that I hadn't uh, seen probably since Gary, Indiana. So that's Mm -hmm. 30 plus years. And she knows of my family's history in a way. And we've kind of stayed in touch, but we really weren't that, um, you know, that close. But she texted me and she was like, whoa. She said, if you don't stay up on my business, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, wow. what? But for me, that kind of told me that. And it was honestly, she, she sent me a snippet of what I said. And that one statement stood out. Every time we talk now, she said, that one thing still stands out to me. And I wish I remember what it was. Um, but she said that one statement you said, um, I'm maybe see if I can find it, but that one statement you said stood out to me, I'll never forget that, but you better stay out of my business. But for me, that told me, wow, like she really took something that I said, it was very relatable to her mm-hmm. and her and I don't even talk. So I didn't know that that was something that she was dealing with. So that kind of told me, okay, I'm on a path, you know, my people might not always, um, tell me, but they're, they're seeing it, they're relating and they're, you know, understanding where I'm coming from and it's helping them too. And she's someone who's like a pastor. She's a grief coach. Mm. So when, so for me to like call something out, she was like, dang, like that was actually really good. That helped me. That's when I really, I was like, mm. dang, for her, right. that's awesome. Um, the other feedback that I've gotten, and it, it could be from a production value per, um, standpoint, but it's also from a relatable standpoint, a helpful standpoint is my older sister, Christian. My older sister has been in PR and media since I can remember since, and literally since I can remember probably her whole professional life for the most right. part. So she understands how TV works, how media works, how, um, she can, she can spot and see things that other people can't because she works with celebrities all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and for her to see my vlog, I remember there was one particular episode. The first one, she was like, girl, what is this? Like, what's a reality vlog? Is anybody else doing this? Like, you need to keep doing this. Right. But once it got around to about the third episode, sorry if you hear my phone. I thought I had it on mute. But um, <laughs> once it got around to about the third episode, she was like, okay, no, for real, don't stop. You have to keep going with these. These are so... Good. And every time she introduced me to someone when I was around her, well, this is my, my, my sister, Jim Rodriguez. She does reality vlogs. There are these cool little vlogs. And she started like telling her friends about them. And whether it's like a reality show, it's like, but it's better because there's no drama, there's no buzz, just real. And, you know, it's always music. So, like, to see her share the feedback that she gave me with other people and for me mm-hmm. to witness it and for her to be so proud of it, that for me was like, dang, like, I for real, I for real got to keep going. And, and right. these are just really good. Um, and the last one I can think of, um, honestly, probably, and it might be weird, just the number of men that I get who relate to what I'm saying too. Mm-hmm. Um, like my brothers, people who probably don't know a lot of the things that I have gone through necessarily, but to see it on camera or to see me speak about things, they were like, man, that actually helped me. That actually spoke to me. That that told me that it wasn't just a women's issue. Sometimes it's just a humanity issue. It could be a generational issue. Um, toxicity knows no boundaries. None. And, and no. it does not discriminate. It does not <laughs> it pick does which not. gender, what it wants to go to. That's right. Sure doesn't. Mm-hmm. So um, that for me, uh, just it spoke volumes about just the vulnerability of it and how this just isn't one of those conversations that I remember anyone ever having with me. And I thought it was important for me to, first of all, make a time capsule for myself to be able to look back on and see my own evolution. And I can honestly say when I look back at myself now, 
I'm like, man, I love the woman that I do. I was going to ask you that next. That if we close out 2021 and go into 2022, who mm-hmm. is now Jennifer Rodriguez? Oh my goodness. That's a loaded question. But she is someone who just more confident. I'm someone who is finally for the first time in my life that I can remember I'm living life really on my own terms and I'm living it unapologetically like me, hundred percent wholeheartedly me, everything that I have my hands on, um, just about everything. Cause you know, sometimes there's things you just have to do mm-hmm. <laughs> that maybe you don't feel like doing or want to do, but it's the adulting thing to do. So you right. Know. Um, but, but just about everything that I have my hands on and things that I'm getting involved in with Ebony, my blog, my YouTube, my brand, um, it's the way that I want to do it. It's, mm-hmm. it's happening and I feel supported. I feel uplifted. I feel loved. I feel embraced. But even if when I, even when I don't feel all those things, mm-hmm. I'm still doing it because it's what I want to do. And I'm at the point where I'm done asking for permission from a million other people of what I should do and waiting around for someone to tell me and give me direction. As long as God Mm -hmm. is guiding my steps, just like with that Ebony thing, he guided every single step I made with those videos. He gave me every idea. I have to give glory to God because he gave me so different, just nuggets of ideas and things. And as I'm watching, oh, shift this, do that, I'll do that. Like it almost felt like I was vibing with him the whole time. Mm-hmm. And as long as my life is that way, I know that there's nowhere that he can't take me that I won't be, you know, anywhere that he could take me that I won't be protected or, or that I won't succeed because he's, he's the ruler of it all. He's the ultimate producer for me. Um, so for me, it's, it's just having that confidence to trust that and not second guess it. As I head up to 2022, I know exactly what I want to do with my brand and where I want it to go. Um, and if I have to say no to things, I have to say no. And if that means saying yes, even though I'm a little more scared to say yes, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, this is too big. But God is like, no, this is not too big. This Mm -hmm. is for you. This is where I'm taking you. This is where I need you to be. This is for my glory. So that's where it's like, all right, I just got to step in it and trust that I belong there and let him do what he needs to do. I hope that answered the question. No, that did. (laughs) And that was perfect. And that was like, I'm like, cut, wrap, we're done here. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) He's good. This is so good. So good. Yes. I'm just, I'm thankful. Jen is thankful, grateful. If I take another, don't take another step in any other direction. I'm just, I'm thankful and grateful for my life and what I have right now. Um, I'm embracing and living every moment because you just never know when things might change. So Mm -hmm. the slow moments I'm embracing because once they get busy. I'll be embracing those too, but I won't have as much time. <laughs> I applaud you for balancing it. You yeah. got, your daughter is now six or seven. She's six, my baby girl. She's six she, years old. She's stunning, y'all. She's just she's a, a star. Beautiful, amazing, just like her mom, which is absolutely incredible. And I'm so proud of you, Jen, for what you're doing and where you're going and where the next ventures are going to take you. I'm just excited to follow the journey and not just for me. I don't want to keep it to myself, but where can people follow you on social media? Ah, well, you can follow me. You can keep up with me a lot of different places, but um, I do have my website, www.itsjamrodriguez.com. You can follow me on Instagram. It's Jen Rodriguez. Jen with two N's, by the way, Jen Rodriguez. Um, you can find me on YouTube. Just my name again, Jen with two N's, Jen Rodriguez. Um, you can find me on Facebook. It's Jim Rodriguez. It's Jim Rodriguez. It's kind of like my slogan, I would say. No, boo. Um, I mean, can... it just rolls off the tongue. It's Jim Rodriguez. It does. Jim you walk in the door. It's Jim Rodriguez. Come see That's the drive through. Hey, girl, it's Jim Rodriguez. <laughs> hey, you didn't know it's Jim Rodriguez. Um, the only one that's a little different is Twitter. It's Jen Beauty. Somebody else took it's Jim Rodriguez. Release the name to who Release. it belongs to. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but it's Jen Beauty on Twitter. You can find me there too. So Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. I'm usually just a little bit everywhere, but keep up with me, follow me, introduce yourself, reach out. I'm not shy of my DMs, unless you're being disrespectful. Don't be disrespectful. Don't, don't be crazy. Do don't be disrespectful. You'll just quick. get nothing but a whole handful of prayer and some rejection. Ah, lots of block. <laughs> that that too. Yes. A strong block hand. Eh. But yeah. <laughs> so that's where you can that's where you can follow your girl. Right. <laughs> Jen Rodriguez, thank you so much hey. for coming to the Heard That Podcast. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you. And thank you for all those that were watching and listening. And as I always end the show, take care and stay safe. We out of here, y'all. 
Cause everything she says is truth If you don't know now you know All you ever gotta say is Heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that Look all you ever gotta say is Heard that, heard that Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at HeardThatWithMarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at LovelyMarisaT, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know now, you know all you ever gotta say is Look all you ever gotta say is